This week in League, Malvin Inga draws level with Brother Bevan in the cold-blooded cut with the murder of Garth Brennan. In the most Gold Coast move ever, the Walker brothers are set to double-team something vulnerable as they tune the Titans. The Broncos suffer the consequences of not having a 20-point lead before Milford tries to kick a field goal. Plus, we look ahead to all the action for round 18 of the 2019 NRL season. Right, more this week in League. So, what is it? 327 of This Week in League. I'm Nate. And I'm Jay. I fucking struggle street tonight. Really? Yeah. Actually, I had a nap before you came over. I was just lucky that I was woken up. Oh. Otherwise, I may have still been asleep when you got here. <laughs> <laughs> but, That'd be an interesting show. Yeah. You know, is this thing on? I don't even think you'd get to that point. It'd be fucking great, but no one else would hear it. <laughs> I'd be talking to myself for an hour and a half. Yeah, like how do how do I get into the computer? Uh, I tell you, how, how do I log into the MacBook? Uh, sorry, to the the iMac. How do, what is the app called that does the thing? <laughs> Siri, I don't think. I mean, you, you don't Siri, have, record this week in league. <laughs> just be like, get the voice recorder app out. Just go. I'll text it to him later. <laughs> Hopefully, you can fucking put the music in. It, it'd, it'd just be a two hour fucking daily Cherry Evans impersonation. <laughs> Well, I mean, like at the moment, I mean, like every episode is a two-hour daily Cherry Evans impersonation plus me. Yeah, <laughs> so, <laughs> and you little fucking you like you 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 you're, you're like his little fucking like little necklace fucking little brother. Jesus Except Christ. you probably fucking you probably got ten ten years on him though. I say on on that note, do you know what has sustained me this week? What's that? Is that my representative half? The only one that went back in to Clubland and led his team to victory last week, like a true fucking superstar does. Yeah, and, but also he was I the only representative half that didn't play on Wednesday night. And I will fucking add, did it in the shortest turnaround. Yeah, but he didn't actually play on Wednesday night though. I mean, he was like he he was he was the Cleary of Game Three. <laughs> And when I say that, he, well, no, actually, he wasn't because clearly made his tackles. But he's like, <laughs> see, he was there. No, he, he, I'll give him that. At least he ran around. Whereas DC actually just seemed, I think he just presented himself. Well, he ran, I mean, he did actually like bring it back to a tied fucking game. Like he's, if, you, if you had to cast a fucking live action Rick and Morty out of the NRL, there's your fucking Jerry right there. Fucking uh, Jerry Cherry Evans. <laughs> <laughs> just presenting. <laughs> um, fucking like, what news do we do we speak of this week? Uh, we told like when we were recording last week, we didn't did not uh, remember anything about the big milestone games of the weekend. Benji Marshall, Benji and Gavin Cooper. I forget Gavin Cooper. He oh, had yeah, he had one too. Well, see, yeah. see, and he's forget. a fucking Penrith legend. Fuck, how do I forget Gav? I mean that guy. That guy made fucking JT look good for fucking years. Yeah, yeah fucking. Right. And uh, you know, congratulations on him. In uh, like the ability to fucking catch a ball anywhere from his mid thighs up to his stomach, hmm. grounded or or leaping or whatever diving. Yeah, you know, yep. Well, so um, yeah, so congratulations to him and Benji. Of course, I mean that was you know should have been the big fucking story from the weekend, except for the fact that you know, yep, he can't rely on his team to do a goddamn thing. And I'll tell you what, useless fucking. 
That that is my Benji is my level of redemption. I love that shit. He's yeah. had his form redemption, but he's also he went down the path of being a little fucking bash cunts at Maccas. Yeah, plus you also know? left the left the code as well yeah, for it. an ill fated stint in rugby. That's it. And then came back and had to play for like some shitty fucking clubs in the Dragons and the Broncos. Yeah. And uh Wayne Bennett, he found that whatever the whatever the kernel or the seed of, of quality that was left inside him, he found it and nurtured it. And uh to the point that he earned another contract back at, at his, his beloved uh, at, Tigers. At, at, at the Tigers where he could then, you know, a, a, I think reach it just through injury and leaving the code and, and just being, you know, shit, especially, you know, in the rugby and, you know, Dragons years. Like, the fact that he even is survived in the NRL to yeah. bring up the milestone is amazing. But then the fact that he's done it at a time when he's actually contributing positively. Yeah. To the side, and he isn't just like one of you know, like this old passenger that's you know running out the last year on a contract or whatever. I mean, there's you know, this talk like you know, you may go around again mm. because he's actually in a position where he can do that and people don't fucking laugh in his face. Like, and he's there's actually also no one better, yeah, yeah, <laughs> which is, I mean, you know, it's pretty fucking satisfying, let's be honest. I mean, if, yeah. you're, if you're a fan, if you're a fan of the West Tigers being a shit show. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's very, it's very satisfying. Um, it's got a fucking sting. Like they sit down and they watch Origin, and for the rest of us that are just happy with the Blues, you know, we we own those players for three games a year. Yeah, yeah. You know, just to see Tedesco just carve up everyone in front of him, and then and like, for, for and the like, architect of Benji's fucking demise at three hundred. Yeah. Is fucking be- Mitch Moses and Takarangi, yeah, who like backflip, backflip, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck, that's got a sting. Only, uh, and the sting is only partially soothed by the fact that that Aaron Woods is just fucking garbage. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they're probably like, well, we dodged a bullet on that one, but but you know, had our time again. If we could, if we had the crystal ball, yeah. we could have re- just told him to go get fucked and then split whatever we we're going to pay him across the other two. Isn't and that him. it? If they'd have yeah. punted him, yep. wouldn't that have just solved all their fucking problems? Yep, yep. That hashtag twenty forty cost them cost them a lot. <laughs> cost them, oh. I mean, didn't cost them a lot of money, but geez, it cost them some talent. Yeah, but you know, and also the same, you know, at the same time though. Yeah, even Teddy wasn't doing that. Teddy would have been out all fucking year with an ACL or something if he was still playing at the Tigers. Yeah, he would not have. He would not have reached these lofty heights. Yeah, look, at know, all. It is good. The Roosters have, um, you know, I think they've got like a sufficient Nurofen budget that if he gets a niggle, he can just pop one of those and he's good. Whereas the Tigers had fuck all. Yeah, yeah, but uh, that's what you get for employing Justin Pascoe at your club. That's it. You've been, you, know, you said it. You've dirty said- fucking predatory gambling. Snake, <laughs> yeah, deserves all the worst things in life. Can I just can I just interject here on a, something that's completely unfucking related to this subject Please. we're talking about right now? Look, this is this is why this is a massive tangent. It has nothing to do with anything other than the fact that my phone is vibrating then and catching my attention. If you are a fan of a celebrity. Mm. Don't send them fucking private messages on Facebook. They don't fucking care. They don't fucking care. I'll, and you know, and like, and then the the fucking cunt that manages their Facebook page 
they get notified, oh, some cunt sent them a dumb fucking message about, oh, God, you look fucking amazing, I'm going to give you the, I'm just going to give you the straight fucking facts here. Who said that you look amazing? Just, no, it's not, not like amazing. The celebrity who, whose or- page that I manage on this fucking app. And and let me tell you, I'm going to give you an exact fucking number right now. I'm not going to mention the person, who the person is. Some, you know, someone, you, the, let's just say that things blow up a lot more around the fucking time when the voice is on television. And I'm going to tell you for a who's fact. On, who's on that show? I'm not, I just, you know, you just, that's a, you've got enough fucking information there. I'm I've, just going to scroll back. I've never watched look, an episode of The look, Voice. Look at all, look, oh, we're still going. Look at these messages. You know why they're bold and black like that? Because they're not even fucking red, let alone responded to. <laughs> oh, it's just like, that's it. Fucking- all, all I'm getting out of this is a fucking humble brag that you know someone on The Voice. No, I'm just saying, I'm saying don't, don't waste your fucking time DMing people who you know because you've seen them on the fucking internet or you've seen them on the TV because people don't give a fuck. Wow. You know bullshit. what? Here's an opposite message. Hmm? Fucking kids, shoot your shot. <laughs> shoot it any way you can. And if that means- And if, that, if when, that means- When you turn up to meet this celebrity because they actually accepted your invitation to take them to your fucking <laughs> semi-formal- <laughs> But it's a fucking- semi-formal. Such an Australian thing, right? Well, you know, I know we've got some listeners in Dubai, but- But I mean, they don't have like a- Yeah, like in the States, they don't have like a a (laughs) semi-prom. It's just like, fucking get in there. Don't they they have like an end-of-year dance? I don't fucking know. Didn't go to school there. Couldn't tell you. All I know is from television. Yeah, I know. I don't know. Don't they have- Yeah, but you have- Don't they have prom and senior prom? Or is a senior prom just prom? Anyway, fucking shoot your shot. Don't listen to this fucking dejected old cynical cunt. Look, all I'm saying is- Light a candle, but don't be surprised- Imagine- If you you turn up and there's a bearded gentleman there who date rapes you. (laughs) But the the point is, I mean, put yourself in the position where, you know, you're in in the the public eye to any degree. You just want to be copping DMs from fucking people whinging about shit. Yeah, but not me. Okay, definitely I, not me. I'd be happy to go through the windy ones to get to the you look amazing ones. <laughs> They're pretty much all you look amazing. Just for fucking, and I don't understand. Like, what's the what's the what's the end game there? Like, this for, is for them to look at it and go, "There's something inside me." Like, holy fuck! This ran this random Facebook fucking account from Malaysia. Fucking like. Wow, I was about, I, I was honest, I was about to fucking shoot myself in the face. I was about to give myself the bit of the old fucking dolphin conversion therapy. But this message from this random fucking idiot. <laughs> oh, I was like, it's fucking like the internet and, and these things, they're not fucking real life. Don't, don't stop sending their messages and don't fucking DM me either. That's the moral of the fucking story. <laughs> Um, I'll make Kotrick, we could probably talk about it in the games, but I'll, I'll make Kotrick got three weeks, uh, early guilty plea. Yeah, smart. Um, well, you know, I, I feel like, I feel like, you know, there's a bit of a ducking of the head. Mm, 100%. Going into it. So. 100%. But, um, first Simbin, first, sorry, first send off of the year. 
And I think, imagine if the if sports bet were providing odds on who's going to be the first player sent off. Well, fucking little. <laughs> Kotrick would have been, you know, obviously. He, he, he would have been at the any other player level. Yeah, he, he would have been in the absolute most expensive yeah. remote chance band yeah. that you could get. Yeah. You know, like, you know, with people like, you know, Aaron Woods because they're like, you know, because they're cats or whatever, or your players are like super, you know, super clean skins and yeah. Um, And Letters, as we're recording the show tonight, Letters is, oh, Jerry Hargraves has had his bullshit trumped up leading with the head. Leading with the head. Like for an attacking player, leading with the head. It's it's the fucking stupid, like... Like does doesn't physics and the actual positioning of your body as you run your arms are wrapping the ball so unless you've got actually running with like the big GI out the front yeah you you're gonna be leading with well you can't be leading with your knees either because you know that'll get yeah. you fucking yeah so so you're essentially leading with you're your head and le- shoulders like the what are you what are you supposed to be leading with with a like a bicep then is that Anyway. Well, well, no, the the right thing happened, and uh, look, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm no massive fan of you know of letters, but I mean, and he certainly has shit in his game, but you know, on this occasion, yeah, yeah that's it. Sanity has prevailed, and uh, what about these referees and their rule changes at the end of the year? Yeah, okay, so I want to get this right, so I'm just going to go and find the exact quote because far be it from me to imply. The referees can't do their job, and it's all too fucking hard, so they want to change the rules to make it easier. Where the fuck did I read that? Here we go. All right, so, Graham Annesley um, has had, uh, you know, his, his, you know, little press thing where he sort of talks about the the contentious stuff that happened on the previous weekend and, and uh, you know, this one was right. We agree with this one. No, there was, there was a snake made, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Yep. So they want to talk about that. He, he was talking about, um, you know, perhaps it's time to examine the rules and uh, see if there's anything we can do to make the game easier to officiate. For example, taking the corner post out of play and then that has been a great thing for the game and we've been seeing these, you know, you know tries. Yep, agree. So, that, you know, that's great. So the one that, that the specifically... That uh that they would investigate uh is uh things like knock-ons, contesting bombs, and double movements. He didn't commit to reviewing them, but he said that they both had large grey areas which would lead to fan unrest. And he was talking about particularly uh, a try scored uh, on Friday night in Canterbury's win over Newcastle, where Remus Smith bobbled the ball before coming down with it and being awarded a try by the bunker. So they were looking at it to see if you know if he touched it and then it. You know, before contact he regathered it, contacted player. an opposition player, yeah. rule making a long run. So he's sort of saying it's a game of millimeters and frame by frame, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So why wouldn't we say then? You know, or we could say, does it really even matter in a contest for the ball if two players go up, one guy comes down with it? Then that could be good enough, or you know. But then it also, you know, it's, it brings in all these other grey areas, such as what, how, how high do they have to be off the ground? I mean, what yeah. if this is what if we're talking about a situation where it's like a, a a grubber that bounces sort of waist height, and the guy's left the ground like diving, but he's, you yeah. know, it's like it's, so. Or, or what about the, you know, this is the thing to me. This just seems like a fucking PR exercise because there's still so many other stupid fucking rules that you don't see that often though that they could change. Like the good old, uh, if a ball bounces, so from a bomb, if a ball hits the ground, mm-hmm. 
but then bounces up. Super high up and yeah. Fucking crossbar height. Yeah, and yeah. fullback's still got to jump for it. Yeah. You can take his fucking legs out yeah. and, and just- <laughs> Do what you want. You can, actually, you can yeah. Alex McKinnon him. Yeah, yeah. You know? But so because that ball's hit the ground- It you, doesn't count as a- Yeah, yeah. You know? Um, but there's also things as well, like, you know, the, the initial intention of the seven tackle rule was, you know, to, to it was almost like based on that, I can't remember who, who was playing, but it was Billy Slater against Billy Slater where they just kept fucking punching it down so, it could, down, so, yeah. so they could never, I want to say, I want to say it was Maloney doing it, but I don't know, I can't remember which yeah. era of the team, you know, was he, was he at the East or, or Sharks or yeah. whatever, but um. And that was like such a masterful way, yeah. So it was kind of to take that sort of thing out yeah. of it. But I mean, like when kicks are taken from, you know, someone's booting it from like a bomb up or something, you know, from thirty meters out or something like that. Like, I'd, yeah, I'd, I'd almost like to see. You know, you'd have to be behind, like you'd have to be further out than thirty. Yeah. For the seven tackle set to take effect. Yeah, yeah. Um, which would mean that you'd get more attacking grubbers. And yep. I personally, I'd take out a seven tackle set for marking in goal. Mm. If, I mean, if you're marking goal, yep. you, you run it straight out to the twenty and you tap, but you don't get the the attacking advantage for marking. For, you don't you don't you know? get another another additional tackle. You yeah. just get you just get to take it from the yeah. twenty instead of the the, the zero or the yeah. you know point five out from the whatever you yeah. know whenever they caught you. That's yeah. it. I mean, there's also things like you know, I, like honestly, I don't really, I don't need to see the rules change at all. I'm, I'm happy with yeah. stuff the way it is. But I mean, there's yeah, there's a lot of other stuff that would be more. I mean, even things like. You know, like a team scores a try, and then you know who gets the the ball kicked off to them. Like it's one of the only sports in the world, I think, where the team the, the gets, winners, yeah, yeah, where they keep getting this, you know, getting possession, you know, handed yeah. back to them. You know, Doesn't, what so, about soccer? Who gets a kick off in soccer? It's a fucking matter. I mean, so yeah, so. But soccer's different as well with the kickoffs. I mean, because the kickoffs in soccer are go to you. almost never contested and they're always like, yeah. you know, like a pass back to the, your own guys. And then you That's just, right. you just yeah. assume possession like yeah. three meters back on your side of the. Yeah. Um, and, uh, so that'd be interesting. Let us know what rules you would change. Mm. Serious or not so serious. I don't mind. Mm. I think we've covered it all completely. There's not nothing you could ever. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but also, you can't frame it like, "Oh, this is so hard to adjudicate." You know, in a world where we have video referees that do have access to decent angles, it's very rare when you're like, "Oh, fuck!" They just yeah. through some sheer misadventure, like the referee just happened to be running through the shot at that exact moment when the angle was yeah. like exactly. Yeah, They're, like it's very rare when that sort of thing even happens. Uh, yeah. they've okay. usually got the information. Okay. It's really the interpretation or the decisions they come up with as compared to people who are looking based on the angles that television provide. It, it's only, it's only my opinion as well, but I'd get rid of touchies, you know, or maybe keep touchies, but you know, if, if only to have a pathway to refereeing, Yeah. but you get rid of touchies and you have the fucking overhead yep. camera. Yep. Because now, why can't there be somebody in a in a video review room looking at what the touch you're supposed to be looking at, and make the point all the fucking time? Because really, I mean, in this day and age, their only their only actual purpose is to streamline the decision making process of you know when yeah, say a try scored or whatever, they can go yeah no he I didn't he didn't go he didn't go over the sideline or anything yeah, like it's yeah, it. it looks alright to me. It's and really they, that, and, I mean, and they video- adjudicate forward passes. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, like, look at the end of the day, that's the only thing that I want to change, and there's that's that is a very fucking tough thing still. No, it's fucking not. I mean, but it's but the the, the and, and like to to support your your view, it's it's also fairly consistent when people are like going fuck bullshit that was forward. Yeah, I mean, people seem to know what you know. Again, especially when these days you can get accelerometer technology yeah for fucking nothing i put them in cheap phones mm. like the cheap ones yeah not yeah so you know so if the nrl can't figure out a way and there was a company i remember this years ago there was a company that came out and said that you know yeah we can do this for the nrl we can put accelerometers in the balls and we can put location markers at known um yeah. separation on the field yeah and we can map tell, out the whole yeah, virtual we, space and know, yeah. That's it. We can tell you because we'll know what speed the ball's traveling forward in the hand. Yep. And we can tell you if it leaves the hand backwards and floats forwards or if it leaves forwards out of the hand, we, we can tell you all that stuff. No worries at all. Yeah. And, you know, you, you don't need to go about changing the rules when you've got the tech there to, to help you them. enforce yeah. the current rules. Yeah. Yeah. It's just such a fucking out of touch view. Yeah, but you know we are. You know, it is. A, it is the, the sport is slower to get. You know, it's getting itself out of the run by ex footballers and you know meat raffle kind of. Yeah, it's yeah. You know, it's it's getting out of, out of that. You know, slowly progression <laughs> is being made from that. You know, from that sort of uh, that era. Yeah, uh, but yeah. Thursday, well, no, it was Friday this week, wasn't it? Uh, last week, sorry. Panthers, 24 defeated the Titans, 2 uh, down at Panthers Stadium, crowd of just over 10,000 in attendance. Panthers, 24, had a uh, double, Dylan Edwards, and a, a double to Brian To'o. Maloney, two conversions and two penalty goals. The Titans had a solitary penalty goal to Tyrone Roberts. And it's, I, it's hard to, to look at a game with such a, a decent scoreline, like, you know, a solid win... But honestly, this it should have been twenty four two at fucking half time. Yeah, and it was and it. and it was barely more than, like it was almost going to be like two all or fucking six yeah. two or something at yeah, half time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was some very late in the first half, you know, scores that actually got them, you know, some return for the mm. domination. But yeah. there were like the run of play in that game was like a fucking thirty nil first half, and it just didn't eventuate on the scoreboard. I'm sure Panthers would be very, they'd be you know delighted to to get the win. But um, especially with a short turnaround for um, Jimmy, but fuck, it could have been. And and as it turns out, it was still it was still enough for the Titans to fucking execute their final solution. But um, <laughs> you know, master solution, yeah, putting the meninga meninga cockle <laughs> into <laughs> into the unvaccinated guard Brennan. But um, <laughs> you reckon he said that like. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly call, how they call, broke it to him. Called <laughs> call him into the meeting and said, you're about to take my Meninga call. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, they were just looking for a fucking excuse at that. It became very clear. It was just like, 
Mal's finishing his thing, so this is the fucking magic week. Yeah. And, and then the Titans obliged by playing. Like, like scoreline aside, I mean, it's it's almost a credit to them it was only 24-2, but at the same time, they were f- so fucking awful. Yeah. I think it was more like Penrith's ineptitude that it wasn't 48-2. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that, it wasn't the Titans you know, stopping them. The funny thing was, you know, um, good old Toto, he, he did to himself what poor old Cotrix copped three weeks for. <laughs> he <laughs> That was the that was the like the fucking most under under six fucking try I've ever seen. Like he had no one anywhere near him really in a position to affect any any anything on him scoring that try, but he's still gone for the the ultimate dad notice me <laughs> superhero fucking somersault dive. Yeah, um, like that that was the sort of try that you'd score, but you'd scream out your favourite player's name while you did it. <laughs> Uh, good on him. I mean, like this, you know, the Panthers are, you know, with the the firings and the injuries and whatnot. I mean, they have found unearthed, you know, a couple of decent yeah. keepers that they'll probably, you know, like like your Nadens and yep. um, that have, you know, that have justified the fact that they've, you know, let some other guys go. Yeah, you're 100 percent right in your analysis of, of what it really should have been, and. Penrith, I think, made the mistake here of of not not underestimating, but when they realised that the Titans were just going to fucking, you know, roll over, self self combust. Yeah, I, I think their discipline went out the window. They'd been improving on what they were doing week on week, but looking at them this week, they still missed thirty four tackles. It's just, it's weird that they've been, been managed. They've managed to go through a period of you know origin period. Winning some games, but not attacking well, not defending no, not particularly all. well. And I, th- I think whether it's been by chance or or just that that's been the part of the game that they've been concentrating on, the mistakes seem to be at the end of sets up up in attacking territory. Yeah, which completely changes the dynamic of a game. Three of those, and it's frustrating. And you you probably should have scored more points than you yep. did. But that's vastly different than dropping the ball on tackle two and putting yourself under pressure yeah, three yeah. sets in a row, like yeah. we were doing earlier in the season. Yeah. Um, you know, 12 errors, nine penalties, continued the run of just being the fucking referee's bitch. <laughs> but there, there's positive signs there. And the good thing is that everything I read from the players, they all understand that, well, it hasn't been pretty and it hasn't hasn't been what it should be, but the wins are there. Yeah. Which is good. You, you don't want them fucking sniffing their own farts. <laughs> oh, we're in the fucking you know, top eight now. So, oh. so, um, again, there's yeah, it's very ten, very tenuous as well because like the four and against is still fucking like negative seventy something. Yeah, exactly, and, and that's uh, the big difference. And everyone else is like, even the poor ones are like, yeah, plus you know, forty or yeah. you know, thirty something. Yeah, you know, so it's a long, it's a lot of turnaround, and like, so you need to get there. If you're going to get there, it's going to be on competition on points wins, and, su- on. and superior yeah. competition points because even a tie is not going to be enough to separate you from like there's about five teams that are yeah. like around that sort yeah. of level. So yeah, and, and if you look at that, so there's there's Penrith and Newcastle that are currently on 18 competition points. Yep. Then there's Parramatta and Manly. Yep. On 20 competition points. But it's also the ones on 16. You have to worry about because one win and they dump you all the way back at the queue there. You know. Yeah, that's it. So you know, one one change there so lot lost to us and a win to them puts us in in 10th yeah so um i i think 
the top four are safe. The top four, the top four are safe um, for no, if not for competition points, but um, for for and against, I think. That's it. So, uh, Um, but I mean, you know, there's still a lot of games to go as well. So, I mean, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say they're home. If they were three weeks ago, I'd say it was almost locked in. But um, but, yeah, I'm confident saying the top four now that the order of the top four might change. Yeah, I'm confident in saying the Storm. Rabbits, I still, I still Raiders think team like, like I feel like definitely the Storm and the and the uh, Rabbits and the Roosters in some order mm-hmm. are probably right. I mean the Raiders, you know, when can you fucking when can you actually sit down and breathe easy with with them? I mean they they could easily drop two or three and yeah, wind up in the middle of the you know. Yeah. But uh, but and you know, like, and then you know the, the Rabbits aren't that great either. To be honest, yeah, they haven't I, don't rate the, I don't rate the rabbits that much either. So top quality footy. So. Um, yeah, that's all I got on that one anyway. Um, where were we? Oh, fucking this! This was the game of the round for me. The doggies twenty defeated the knights fourteen in Newcastle. Big bumper crowd of uh, just under eighteen thousand in attendance to watch their team get fucking gaped, and um, scoreline was very very flattering to Newcastle by the end as well. Uh, the doggies twenty tries to um, Hopper Junior, Corey Harawira Naira and Remus Smith, meaning three conversions and a penalty goal. The Knights fourteen had double to two dads Sean Kenny Dow, Mason Lenor, two conversions and a penalty goal. This game, <laughs> the doggies were getting fucking battered. From, they weren't conceding too many points, but uh, what was half time? Was like eight two or something yeah, like that. And they, yeah. they were just getting, they were getting battered for the entire first <clears> half, <throat> and it looked like it was going to be a matter of how much. Yeah. And then they came out in the second half, and they kind of just retained that sort of same level of I don't know, like tenacity or whatever, Ricky and determination, grit and and eventually, and this happened in another game. It wasn't the Sharks game because they actually had a lead there that they had to defend. Yeah. It was in one of the other games earlier in the season where it was the same sort of thing where they were just they just hung in there and did nothing they much of value. Yeah. And then they just catch fire for like a short period of time, which was enough to lay on a couple of tries, three yep. tries. Yep. And I mean, the Knights scored one straight back on them um, after they just established a match-winning lead. But uh, other than that. But, but then you look from the Knights' point of view. Yeah. Like when the dogs were coming back at them, like yep. they scored the Haruira Nara try. Yep. And that that was a fucking sexy pass. Yeah. That put him over. Yeah. I love those ones where and they they went and looked for an obstruction on this one. It was one of those ones. And it's just because it look because yeah. it's because he just gets. I mean, when you when you when a forward just go, yeah cuts through, you go wide. When he goes through, and but when he can fall over short of the line. Yeah. And, and no then- one's even close enough to put a hand on him and complete a tackle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but then out of that, the Knights kick out on the full. Yep, immediately. After yeah. points. Yep. Then um, straight after that, Matadia knocks on. It, it was just one. And it was fu- it's funny thing about Matadia as well. I mean, like, and he his game, this game was, and recently he's been at that, playing at that massively overrated list selected yeah. for Australia level. Like, yeah. <laughs> like he's play, he's playing as well as he's as he's ever played. Yeah. I mean, he's he's playing at that like that level of like, holy fuck, look at this guy. Let's sign all his fucking brothers on overs as well, so they don't go to the Bulldogs. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the level of that's the level of play that he's achieved. I mean, mm. he's only just got back to that. Mm. Like this, you know, through this season, recently in this season. Yep. I mean, how long ago was that fucking era? Like four years ago or something. Like, it was a long time ago. Five. Yeah. Yeah. 
No, you're right. And since then, they pretty much all retired and all, you know, and went to shit. And, yeah. and he's like the, the last survivor. Yeah, he's the Highlander. Yeah. The Hightower. <laughs> the Hightower. <laughs> Um, <laughs> you know, and to his credit, though, you know, obviously being in the dogs, they haven't had many games that they needed to close out or manage out. Yeah, but little fucking Cogger did a good job. He's done of, a good job a lot of the time this season, yeah, though. But yeah. just just in that, okay, we, we've got a lead. Yep, and it looks like we've fucked them in the head enough. Yep, that we just need to not fuck up. Yep. and get home. And he just did everything a half needs to do right. He found yep. touch when he needed to find touch. He, he kept things simple. Um, that was a very, very good end of game by him, I think. And honestly, and you look at you look at like Harawir and Ira, he's been great except for the times when apparently, you know, he wasn't great and Dean Pay dropped him like a fucking retard. Um, but, and then they got DWZ in there as well, who looks, he's all instantly looks like DWZ again. He's feeling, I don't know, yeah. he's feeling the love or something, but he's actually looking like, I mean, he was... At the at, at Penrith, he was languishing, looking at getting, looking to being dropped to Reggie's, and it was like, what the, where, what happened to that guy? Where did he go? Well, he he, he just wasn't feeling the love. Give me some fucking show, show me some appreciation, and uh, and I don't know what his stats were, but they were fucking beastly. And uh, so you know, congrat, you know, good, you know, good luck to the dogs for fucking resurrecting him. Yeah. Um. I mean, I don't think Corey Harrow and I. I don't think he needed any resurrection. He was fine. The way he was fine, the way he was, it was just a stupid move to get rid well, of him. Look, here's the thing, though. They've signed. They've got CHN. Mm-hmm. They've signed Christian Crichton. Yep. And they've got DWZ. Yep. Now, with three ex Panthers in your team, if you can't win a premiership within a year. Then you're an absolute fucking dumpster fire of a club. <laughs> well, seriously, look at the Cowboys. Cowboys had Gavin Cooper and Lachlan Coote. Mm-hmm. Roosters took Michael Jennings. Who else was there? Sharks, you thought? I guess you were oh, going to yeah, say Sharks. Sharks, was, you know, Sharks like, yeah. had Lewis Moylan. No, he wasn't Graham. on a premiership. Wade Graham. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. they need to. Manly tried. Manly had Appy and Lewis Brown and Trent Barrett. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't do it. Yeah. Yeah. But they'll get, they'll, get rid of, they'll get rid of Trent and Lewis Brown. They'll get rid of the fucking shit and then they'll be okay. They'll, get, they'll take Appy into another one. Um, yeah. And I was just going to say, like, you know, like the, the one thing that the dogs have had consistently, even when they've been shit over the last couple of seasons, is, is massive carries from Hopper Jr., Mm. And they got those, and then they've got another one in DWZ now. I mean, the two of them had about 500 fucking metres between them. It was ridiculous. I like the fact, I, I much prefer Hopper Jr. in a non-responsibility um, position. It just seems like, he just, yeah, well, I mean, you know, he, he, won, he won a comp on the wing, which is a perfect place for him because he can do the, he can help out on the carries back, he can, yep. he can bring it back, and then all he has to do is put it down. Like he doesn't have to yeah. actually, you know, create yeah. anything that sort of thing, and uh, yeah, and that, uh, yeah, and I think that's probably a mm, definitely a fair, and uh, you know, it's satisfying to yeah. The Knights. This was one of those games where you know they've they've won some games, um, you know, through mighty mighty efforts on their behalf, yeah. beating beating up on teams that were you know weakened you know significantly through injuries or origin representation, mm. and uh, you know and those wins counted, and uh, you know they lost yeah they, they you know that 
when they depleted Origin, I mean, they, they, they were, you know, they lost some, but they yep. don't count, though. But uh, this one, you know, the gang's all back. Yep. No excuses at home. Big crowd. Well, yeah, again, Maloney. Against the Wooden Spooners. Maloney took the field the day earlier. Yep. And Mitchell Pearce, I mean, like, you know, he threw, he threw uh, you know, one one great pass, but yeah. probably the best pass he's thrown all season. Certainly, certainly better than the one that he, uh, you know, where he just, like, couldn't get rid of it quick enough to Tommy to, you know, so, yeah. so, you know, Tommy and fucking Teddy and Fergo could win the game in the series. Maybe that's what Newcastle need to do. Maybe they need Tedesco and Ferguson. Yeah. Cam Murray. Yeah, well, it's there. Yeah, well, at least Cam Murray. Put him in the seventh. He does a seventh job. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, he, th- he, threw, he threw a great pass. Fucking oath he did. Yeah, gave gave Pierce the the you know the time he needed to um you know not fucking bomb another series for us. <laughs> uh, I was gonna soften the blow and say we love United's fans, but no, don't really, don't yeah. really. No. <laughs> what was that? What do they want? Credit? Yeah, yeah, they want credit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you are the fucking prepaid phones of the NRL Knights. <laughs> Oh, oh, where are we? Um, Saturday. I keep feeling fucked up because the games were all like shifted, you know, like a day. They started a day later. Yeah, no. um, I was looking for another another Friday game. I was like, oh, that's right. Fucking. That was the other one. Um, the Rabbits 21 feed the Mighty Manly Seagulls 20 at ANZ. A uh, crowd of just under 13,500. Rabbits tries to Dean Britt, uh, Gay Guy, Campbell Graham. Uh, Reynolds, two conversions, two penalty goals, a field goal. And Manly tries to cast Ciro Jr., Suley, Thompson, Garrick, two conversions. Fucking good day to have an off day with the boot, Ruben. Um, I had to watch this game and catch up because I, I, honestly, I was, <laughs> I, I forgot. I, in my head, it was like starting later in the day and I was just, I was just blissfully unaware, just fucking playing Fortnite. And then I was like, so I'll, I'll look at Twitter in between games. Like, oh, fuck. <laughs> so like half an hour ago. So I, only, so I only watched the last half hour live and then I had to go back and catch up on the rest of it. But um, this game is honestly comes down to one fucking decision. And it wasn't a decision by referees. It's a decision by Desi not to fucking play Tommy Turbo because I think if Tommy Turbo plays, this guy was like a not even not even a competition. I think Reynolds is, seems to be bouncing back pretty well um, for Souths, and uh, and he played a great game. Um, and you know, and they they need it. They need it from him as some sort of leadership because you know they still have you know they're, they're missing uh, Sam Burgess. And they've just had a shit, absolute shit run of form lately with him being out or undone or half yep. injured and, you know, the rest of it, going, origin yep. shit going on around it. Um, also shuffles in their back line. Yeah. Like, I'd underestimated how much impact that had on Souths. Yeah. Well, I mean, they had, yeah, I mean, there was, there was a time there where they had basically a head-fucked Cody Walker and yeah. that's kind of it, you know, like, yeah. so... Uh, you know, through that origin, especially the period, period, the origins when they, the origin period when they had players out through origin as well as like through injury and stuff like that. So, um, see, these are the ones, and I know a lot of people talk about. Oh, just shut down the competition over origin and yeah. Germany. I don't mind so much the games with players missing. <laughs> we've had we've had good examples of both this season. Yeah. For example, uh, the round that we had uh, before this with the four games. It was actually great, you know. Like apart from one of the games, I mean, the other three games were great. Yeah, 
But then I think, you know, the one before that was diabolical. I'm, I'm talking about the fact that you can appreciate a, a, a little bit of a drop in quality mm. because you get to see some kids coming through and there's some, some fringe first graders that, that might get to debut. These ones where the players come back, I struggle with more. Yeah. Because none of the teams that had Origin players backing up yeah. did exceptionally well. Except yeah. Penrith, but, you know, that's... They're playing, they're playing the last place team, and now officially the last place yeah, team. They probably weren't at the time. No. Like, but then the day, like the next game, but after the next game, they were. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Where they fucking belong. <laughs> well, yeah, we put them there. <laughs> well, the doggy, the doggies did. Like, so yeah, let's let's give credit to the fucking little battlers. Little well, actually, yeah, New, Newcastle put them there. So. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, good, 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 good guy nights. Yeah. Um, this guy fucking Ciro has been on fire this fucking season. Um. That like that that fucking run he had to to lay on the uh, well not lay on the try but like set up the field position that resulted in the try to tie the game up was just um fucking amazing. So I mean it's it's great to see that. I mean, it, we talk about Tedesco all the time, and you know, and then to a lesser extent we talk about Moses. Mm. And I mean, it's just great to see that like another fucking tiger <laughs> that left that fucking <laughs> that that shit show of a club is coming through and excelling and playing amazingly now. Yeah. And and you know and 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 in addition to I'll that player Moses Suli, I'm also talking about Curtis. <laughs> there, there's the uh, the go for this week. What's that? What's that? Put out put out your team. Yep. Of uh, players that have left your club. Okay. So you know, um, and and just. So these are these are this is these are players that have left your club left and your then club. Ex- gone on to excel and become. Do no, not even excel, but just okay. Gone on or who were great, like you know, um, MG left Penrith. Yeah. So did Brandy. Yeah. Yeah. So they'd they'd both make the cut and they'd they'd be there with Jennings and. Oh, so this is like they don't have to have. have it's not like these Tigers ones where they like you know Suli and Surin and, and Tedesco and-, and Moses where they actually became like twice as good as they were. No. Because that's not going to happen all the time, but no. But then you know, but no, but you could do a team like that because you got the you got the shit show. Then you got the ones that leave Penrith, and you know you got like Wade and and Luke who got you know went on to you know win a comp. Then you could talk about yeah, anyone look. could talk about fucking Maloney. Warriors fans could talk about Maloney and go, well, fuck, he's gone. East win, Cronulla win. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, like, I mean, it. you could you could cobble yeah, a team so together. Like, you could, but let, yeah. let's just put the caveat on that they've just had to have left your club, not retire. Okay. All right. There you go. There's your uh, there's homework. your there's your there's your homework, kids. <laughs> um, although I'm not too bothered about this game. I mean, there are th- this game for me, this game and the game against the Dragons, which coincidentally both games are cutted out of a penalty that would have either won or tied sent the game into golden point. But just Hang the, on, just the fact fucking, that they're you can't refs fault in this game. Surely, I, I don't see why I can't. <laughs> <laughs> but but the point I was going to try and make is like those two games lost by a combined total of three points. They're they're the sorts of games like over the over the length of the season, like where you see where they're positioned at the end of the at the end of the regular season, yep. and they'll probably be somewhere like you know from from you know fourth to eighth. But you're going to look at what it, no matter where they finish in that position in that, in that positioning, you're going to go. What's fucking that plus four points on the table? And it's bound to be something that makes you go, fuck. So um, that's some fucking next level 
Russell Crowe beautiful mind refs faulting there. No, 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 no <laughs> not saying not saying refs faulting. I'm just saying like they're the close games that you want to fucking win. Yeah. And then and they're and they're so close that they're the ones you go fuck. I mean, I'll, they very easily could have gone the other way. I'll just put it out there. You guys have had probably the greatest season in your shit cunt club's history where you've outlived expectations. <laughs> what are you fucking talking about? Right. Did you only just start watching rugby league and in the last three years? No, just really. Like this is this is the best man they could ever hope for. Right? That's the difference between fucking pub side mentality and manly mentality. This is the, the best greatest. you could hope for is undefeated fucking seasons no, this winning is, forty. This is mil. the greatest you could ever expect. And Penrith had the season from hell where, you know, talk of the coach being sacked and <laughs> it still know, could happen the too. dressing room could happen too. And there's only two points difference in the team. Yeah, two points in 154 and against. So that's really four or three. Because I mean, no, as really we've not. as we've learned this it's as we've points. learned as we've learned this week, fucking uh, well, no, it's not two weeks. It's not two points though, because two points you're still like three three teams behind us, no. even on the equal even it's on the equal points. points. We're talking about so, ladder positions. So one of yeah yeah, I'm, I'm talking about ladder positions too. Yeah, I'm saying you've won one more game. Yeah. So having well, it's, having the best but, season, but it's effectively. A win and a draw, or two wins. That's a, that's a, that's the point I'm saying for what for the good it does you. Because yeah, no, unfortunately, not- the game is played on is is played on a ladder system. Yeah, and you could and you could rob the fucking Tigers of ninth just through the fact that you're the fifteenth best attacking side in the competition. Yeah, but still, you've won one more game, yeah. having the greatest season you could ever fucking hope to have. It's a pretty average season, to be honest. I mean, with Desi, I would expect us to be in a minor premiership position at the moment. But, you got, um, you've got the fucking the Tard Bros. You know, two of the greatest fucking players, the most in-demand players in the competition. You've got fucking Derpy Chromie Evans. <laughs> even inspir- Australian captain. Yeah, yeah, you've got the Australian captain, and you've only won one more game than us. <laughs> Seriously, fucking hang your head. Look, at the end of the day, more is more. Mm. Close only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades, as a great man once said. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and yeah, and f- fuck me. I mean, the very next game of this of this week's round goes to show that draws can still fucking occur Ooh. in this modern age. <laughs> so the, <laughs> the Broncos defeated themselves versus the Warriors 18. Um, this was at home, a good crowd of a tick over 31,000. Payne Haas, Darius Boyd, David Fafita with the tries. Um, Osako and Staggs uh, shared the conversions, uh, one and two. Uh, it's important to talk about the field goals. Siggy missed one, Milford missed two. Now the Warriors, they had uh, tries to Blair, Luke and uh, Fusatua. Luke, two of three conversions and a penalty goal. And uh, Nikarima missed with all three. And that's probably the crucial thing. And I saw an article where he conceded as such as well. He was- Glory like, hunting. Glory hunting against his old team. Uh. And he's like, you know, in retrospect, it probably wouldn't have been the worst idea to maybe give Blake a go. <laughs> 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 and I mean, considering that, you know, Blake is fucking rock solid, reliable- 
man. And also, in, in like, I mean, Blake didn't, he, he wasn't a, a massive, like, field goal exponent when he played at Manly. No. But what he was, he was someone that was at least threatening enough that they had to divide their attention when a setup took place between or him and, you know. He, he was that viable second switch. If they come up too if fast and you can switch up. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah it. exactly. Uh, I mean, and admittedly, one of the one of the ones that Nick Green like, was it was fucking close. So I'll, mm. I'll, I'll give him that. But that was, I mean, it was it was amazing of the Warriors to get themselves back into a position where the game was going into Golden Point. The, this whole game was was just the Warriors all over. And I know it's, it's mm. the, that ongoing joke about rocks and diamonds. Oh, they're doing it in in a single period of but, eighty minutes. So now, but it, yeah, it really is this brilliant. Slick, silky rugby league. Yep. Intertwined with fucking stupidity. Yeah. Absolute fucking stupidity. And surely it's not like it's easy to be a fucking armchair coach. Yeah. Yeah. But surely Kearney has access to even better video than we do with more angles. And better fucking freeze frame technology. Well, he can't. He, obviously, he can't. He can't speak to them. He doesn't speak to them. He says shit, and they just go straight through. And also, it, does it, he not understand how sound works? Does he think that if he just oh no thinks no. about the players? No, and he speaks? he opens he opens his fucking word hole. But I mean, but they they lack the respect to absorb anything that he's saying. So though. it's it's so not they're like- just going to do their shit. They're going to do what they're going to do irrespective of whatever he decides to tell so them. So it's not like he's sitting there on a Sunday night having dinner with his family. He's not the, like and, the, the man who fucking Luke's, whatever goats or yeah, whatever, like so, mind control shit. <laughs> so Isaac Luke's at home with his family and Kearney goes, no, 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 Isaac, watch for them coming back against the grain. No, 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 no. That's like the fucking, that's like Chevy chasing caddy shape. <laughs> he goes, he goes, <laughs> okay, I've just thought that at Isaac. He'll have that. We don't need to go over it at training. Oh, it's just the, and it's but it's every fucking game though that that once the, the Warriors passed, are so fortunate in this game particularly they are so fortunate mm. that they're playing against the Broncos against a player who, admittedly on this occasion on this on this occasion he didn't shirk it entirely he had two cracks of field goal, but if you're against any other team in the competition. In a full ten minutes of fucking yeah, golden point extra they time, they crack one. They crack one easily. Yes, easily. Yes, and the, the Warriors played the stupidest fucking extra time game yeah. I've ever seen in my entire life. They were absolute fucking retarded yep. from start to finish, and just doing shit like where they 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 create a bit of a break for themselves. Mm. But they don't get put a kick. I mean, like they're not going to go all the way and score the try. They're going to get to about the forty. Fucking kick it or something this, that like, <sighs> this is the thing. If if you get this Warriors team mm. and you look at like you know Nicarima kicked a fucking massive forty twenty mm-hmm. out of nowhere. Um, you you look at the the play when RTS came in, did his these little fucking I I you know I'm gonna make you unsure of if I'm gonna sprint through and beat you or if I'm gonna step back in. Yep. Draws in fucking two defenders and then throws out this beautiful little flick pass. You don't have to get the Warriors to attack better. You just need them to stop doing dumb shit yeah. everywhere else. But, I, but yeah, in, in, extra, in extra time, they've got forwards that will fucking roll. Yeah. Keep it in the centre third of the field to give these other fucking cunts who clearly can't kick straight. Yeah. Give them the best possible opportunity. Oh. 
Yeah. Just, yeah. It just did my fucking. I mean, it, but at the end of the game, obviously, you know, I wanted the Warriors to win this game, you know, emotionally as I'm watching it. And it just is the most frustrating fucking experience watching that extra time. Yet at the end, mixed with relief that the Broncos were too fucking spastic to take advantage of. It. Win, like, yeah. I mean, when you when you're spinning the ball in the last tackle in extra time in Golden Point extra time, when you spin it from your own end and you fucking make some decent ground, but you get brought down around like the thirty or the forty on the other side of halfway. The other team, that's like a that's that's better than a seven tackle set. I mean, that's yeah. amazing. Like that other team, two tackles and they're fucking forty meters out and they're in range. So they've got half a set to work with to get it down to like the twenty or the yeah. ten or dead center and get the absolute. So the fact that the Broncos couldn't capitalize on that stupidity was pleasing to me. <laughs> but um, yeah, frustrating. And now it's fucked the table up because now we've got these two dickheads on one point as yeah, well. I mean, yeah. how's that going to factor? Is that one point enough to save the Broncos from getting the spoon? I mean, doggies are surging. The Titans are fucking garbage, though, so I can't see it happening, but, yeah, you know. Well, look, Titans have got Meninga as an interim coach, so. And who's, he, he did no, so well. who's, who's taking over? Someone fucking like Luke Burton and some other cunt. Yeah, Meninga and Burton. Yeah, yeah. No, but there's some other guy as well. He's the other guy. It's not... It's, oh, is it? I don't know. Yeah, it's someone else as well. Oh, fuck it. It's Titans. Yeah. Get spoons, you guys. Storm, 40, defeat the Sharks, 16, down at the Korean housewife in front of a crowd of just over 22,500. Storm tries to Munster, double to Smith, Brody Croft, Justin Ollum, and Joe Stimson with tries. Smith, five of six conversions and three penalty goals. The uh, Sharkies, 16, tries to Gray, Johnson, and Kirk. Kurt Capewell, uh, Johnson, two of three conversions. Uh, kicking didn't matter uh, on this occasion. And the the old Sharkies, they, they got themselves back into the game. And then the Storm just like, oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, it's um, it's a fucking milestone game, isn't it? So we were, let's, just, let's just kick away, shall we? And, <laughs> and, and the Sharks provided no resistance from that point um to the the best thing that for me that came out of this game i just need to check who it was who fucking tweeted us because it was just the the most quality call i've seen we talk you know we talk about the look the lookalikes all the time have you um are you aware of uh who superhuman is yes so <laughs> the fucking brandon smith superhuman call <laughs> It's just, it's just the greatest. If you want, if if you if you want to know who we're talking about, um, obviously you know who Brandon Smith is playing for the Storm. Um, what you need to do is uh, go to. I'm just trying to remember. It's it's a it's a misspelled, it's a it's a misspelled uh, Twitter handle. So if you want to find this guy, it's a uh, super S U P E R, and I think it's H U M M, H U M M A N one two three four, and it's this guy that's probably not completely with us not playing with a, a, an overly stacked deck well abusing look, himself in the form of a you know extreme wrestlers as I, Mick Foley. I don't know if all of of all the Australians are familiar with you know what a juggalo and a juggalette is yeah I don't think they um, are at all in fact even even uh, whoever sent us the reference I think it was it was Earth boy like uh, even he said gigolo, gigolo. It's not as juggalo. He's talking about you know the insane clown posse. Uh, yes, f- I get. It's like almost like the, you know you would say it's like their official fan group or fan club sort well, of thing, it, isn't it? 
It's a fucking throwback to yesteryear when you mm. had like the Kiss Army and yeah, and they're fully fully you know? sanctioned by the the band in the in the sense that they have like these yearly sort of muster sort of events. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's yeah. one of those fucking weird things about America. Yeah, where you just it's hard to fucking comprehend just because there are so many people there. You got there. There is truly a subclass. Yeah, or, yeah, or, you know, you know like, subgenre interest. Like you, you know, you look at how many fucking Christian rock albums are sold in America every year. Yeah, it's a fucking staggering fucking number. I still remember that band. What's that Australian band? It was like Newsboys or something. Like, and like I could not tell you. I don't know. Are they guys? Are they girls? I don't know. How many people in the band? What is the end of their songs? How many albums? Are- I don't know a fucking thing about them. But one thing that I do know that at one point in their time. They were like pretty much the highest selling fucking Australian musical artists, and no one has heard of fucking. No one yeah, knows who the fuck they are it. because they sell so many albums to these fucking Jesus albums to Jesuses yeah, yeah. over there. Unbelievable. What? What? What, what are we doing here? <laughs> yeah, we should start fucking singing Jesus rock. <laughs> man, there was even that South Park episode. Man, it was. Like, <laughs> I need Jesus inside of me, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? So, <laughs> like, and there'd still be a rugby league connection. Yeah. Tim Manor would buy one. Well, you'd probably play at the Hillsong fucking yeah. thing that's going on um, like, so like the last week. Yeah. Yeah. We- but um, there was a massive diversion. You were talking about juggalos because, you know, because the, the whole thing with Superhuman before he, before he does a- If a, I'm a juggalo, is juggalettes. But before he does a, a, a forward flip into a, a wheelbarrow full of barbed wire and fucking fluorescent light tubes, oh. he'll, uh, you know, this, uh, this goes out to juggalos and juggalettes. Whoop, whoop, fuck this shit. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, so, yeah, Brandon, so Brandon Smith was all whoop, whoop. <laughs> <laughs> he's just a, uh, oh, he's, he's fucking hilarious that superhuman is fucking hilarious and I hope you can parlay the, this shit into some kind of income <laughs> because he fucking ruins himself <laughs> um, back to the game I mean look the storm the storm can you know for the most part there's been exceptions but for the most part they can really throw on a fucking um, uh, a milestone game uh, and they were looking. I mean, they've been the, by far and away the best performed team through this season uh, to date. And some of the, you know some of those games were, were terrible and fortuitous penalties and you know just narrowly scraping out the wins. Yeah. But this is one of those ones where they actually started looking like themselves. And you know, credit where it's due. You know, in terms of like you know, you know like like the, like the coaching. I mean, he can he can get these fucking guys rolling the way they yeah. need to be at the you know he he can he can withstand periods of substandard plays while still achieving victory, right? Um, yeah, and then then everything fucking clicks like they did against the Sharks and Sharks, man. Like, I don't know. I mean, where are they positioned? They're, they're positioned. They're just outside at the minute, and I don't. I just don't know how they get back. I mean, because they ha- they haven't they've had some talent on the sidelines, but they kind of got through that, and then 
bit of an got, ending got, climax. Got, got worse, yeah, you know. Okay, like they, they, yeah, they they're missing Moylan, they're missing Fafita, they're missing Johnson, and that was oh, kind of the mantra. Bad. That was kind of the mantra that that was getting them through those times. Like, yeah, you know, we've got all this talent. You know, we got X million dollars on the sideline. Yep. Blah blah blah. When they come back, yep. oh my god, we're gonna fucking roll. You know, yeah, I don't know. I just, I just don't know. It's not working. Mm. Anywho, the uh, Cowboys defeated the Roosters by the uh, boutique scoreline of 15 points to 12 at uh, Central Coast and a crowd of just over 14,500 Bears fans in attendance. The uh, Cowboys 15 tries to Clifford and Asiata. Uh, Clifford with a conversion, Kahu with a conversion, Clifford with a penalty goal, and uh, Clifford finally getting the uh, crucial decisive field goal, which was decisive at the time uh, mm. on his third attempt. The uh, Roosters 12 tries to friend and Morris, and uh, Latrell 2 of 2 conversions. I'll tell you what, though, dude. To, to look at this before the game, yep. you look at the Roosters and you go, oh, okay, they're, they're resting their origin. Yeah. Players. See, when the storm rest players though. Yeah. They've they've got it they've got it covered. And I mean like what well, when's the last time the Roosters rested players? They rested Kronk in that famous game against the you know, the game yeah, the Knights yeah, hope yeah. they had a good team. Yeah. But you, you look, they've rested and you still have Kronk, Keary, Latrell, Martin, Friend back, Friend, yeah. Morris. Like yeah. fuck it. That, they should have won this game. They really should have gone out there. Oh, absolutely. And this is a stadium where they generally have, a, you know, a pretty good record when they have their games up there. And on that note, if you can ignore the fucking syringes just out of camera shot, what a fucking ground. Oh, it's 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 great up there, you know, with like, the, the, yeah. the trees just by the seaside and everything. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's fucking great, yeah. Like, you know, you yeah, Wynn win Stadium's obviously a, a beautiful location. Yeah. But this looked just fucking next level. Yeah. Like, Absolutely fantastic. It is a massively underutilised resource. Yeah. But, you know, at the same time, they made their bed. Yeah, true. They had their chance. Blew it. Some funny things. Like Jacob Hall, I think, just had some some fucking funny positional play. A Hall, all this, eh? Yeah. yeah. Where, whereabouts on the field are you supposed to be, son? You know? Yeah. Contrast that with somebody in the Cowboys, so Kyle Felt. Yep. You know, just to give one example, in... In a 30-second period of play, he's come in with an absolute fucking smashing tackle on Tupanua. Yep. I don't want to say it was a try-saver, but it was. Yeah. It, it halted a break yep. in its fucking tracks. And then is exactly where he needs to be 20 seconds later to take the first hit up yep. in the return set. That's what you want yeah. out of your backs. Um, the... The Cowboys just seem to have a little bit more intensity. They just seem to be taking their chances. Well, they had a they had a period earlier in the season where they were doing exactly this, and they were actually winning some games. They yeah. put some wins together, yeah. And uh, they fell in a bit of hole after. But this was this harks back to that period of the year yep. where you know they they have injuries, they don't have the best cattle, you know, available at the time. Yep. But they just sort of find a way to stay in the games, and you know, and, and then you know, get Tom Lolo to fucking carry them down. Yeah. To, and and on this occasion, I mean, you know, Tamalolo, you know, he did his Tamalolo thing, but it was also Tamalolo's play. That he was the, it was his his carry and quick play the ball that was the that was the one that led to the the play when the field goal was kicked yeah, too, exactly. which gave him the lead. I mean, although they they got a late penalty to to really ice the game, but uh, you know that the field goal obviously you know, it was the decisive moment happened a couple of minutes prior to that. Yeah, 
Um, but yeah, great, great effort by the Cowboys. I mean, up against it. I mean, Morgan got fucking, you know, he he, he got destroyed the other, you know, from Dallas Elba, Johnson uh, Dallas Johnson. Well, yeah, or or you could say that Maguire, you know, <laughs> didn't 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 appreciate his uh, you know, his suggestion that perhaps he should have given some jerseys to those kids in PNG, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, and gave him the old KO. And uh, <clears throat> so they're going to have to probably deal with that too because that'll be a what is that two week thing? Or I think he's been named. Or is he? Week. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Um, anyway, moving on. Great work, Cowboys. Um, at least you know that's the that's the best result of like the whole sort of origin origin period, which we're now officially out of. I guess. I mean, now yes. it's, we can proceed as normal. But um, it's just the fact that you know sometimes you get these bottom you know bottom teams or lower teams can just take some take some off, take some off the top and you know compress the table a little bit more. Yeah, man. Um, Love an underdog. Yep. Uh, the. Eels, 30, defeated the Tigers, 18. Hashtag Benji 3018, I guess. <laughs> and at our Wank Best Stadium. Whose jungle was it this time? It was, it was meant to be Tigers jungle. Uh, just under 20, or just over 24,000 in attendance. The uh, Eels, 30. Hat trick to Takarangi. Blake Ferguson also with a try. Moses, four conversions and three penalty goals. He does love to fuck his old team in the asshole. And I, I saw a tweet... And I hope I get it right. I believe that he has outscored the Tigers 32-24 this yes. year. Yeah, pers- pers- personally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, yes, because he got that field goal earlier, yeah. didn't he? Yeah, in that 50, oh, 51. Yep. Okay, where are we? Uh, Tigers 18 tries to Thompson. A double to Nofaluma. Uh, Jennings also with a try. Uh, by one of two conversions. Masters could not buy a kick. This week, fuck, he, got, he runs hot and cold. There are times when he's just like smacking them over from the sideline. Yeah. And then he's had those, you know, like wasn't that long ago where he just, he cost them game because he just couldn't kick a fucking goal to save himself. Yeah, exactly. And this one, obviously, you know, it, you know his goal kicking wasn't going to affect the result of this game no, whatsoever. Yeah. I and mean, the Eels were uh, pretty much all over. It was weird because like the Tigers had this uh, incredible period of, uh, of, much like Penrith in the first half against the Gold Coast, this uh, rolling down the field at will yeah. seemed to have the match completely in their control, and uh, the only the only thing that wasn't happening was they weren't accumulating points off the back of it all. Yeah, and uh, the Eels yeah had a little bit of good fortune, but fuck me, once they got it and they had that that first try, I mean, there was there was the angle there where it looked like you know um, Ferguson's foot did touch the line. The, the the line in uh, when he when he got right down to the line and sort of slung yeah. the ball back in. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I will admit that when I'm okay with that. I will admit that when they were showing the at the time when the when the, the they were looking at it, all the angles they were showing, it didn't look like his foot touched the line. And then it wasn't until like you know Twitter the next day or whatever where you know people were drawing the lines over everything and then. Then there was this super fucking close up, like you know, the boot was the entire frame, and then it definitely looked like his, you know, his foot was on the line. So, you know, the Tigers fans can feel ag- aggrieved about that, but you know, Ferguson's foot touching the line did not. I mean, it, it it's it would have stripped the eels of the of the possession that one time, but there's certainly not an excuse for them to to instantly concede like 14 points straight. Away. I think they scored like you know two tries yeah. and a goal, like you know, yeah. like immediately after that, like in the next three minutes. It, so it, yeah, it, it was one of those things where where the Tigers did seem to be in 
not control, but have have to. The yeah, they the definitely run. had the run. They, they looked more, the more likely. But then, then Tacker's first try just turned into a double that fucking quickly. Yeah. And and, and it's that- fucking Tackerangi for God's sakes. Moses Zumbai. <laughs> if he's get nine hundred grand to play fucking on the, in the left centre, and what have you got to show from it in the last seven days or last five, like the five days, or whatever it was up to this game? Yep. Lost the series. No. Lost, lost, lost the series. I mean, not like even just like the, the final play in the Origin. He shoots up on Turbo to give him the space to fucking pass yeah. it out to 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 Ferguson and get a bit of a run on. Then recovers from shooting up on Turbo to run all the way back to get himself into a position where he's in front of Tedesco <laughs> when he gets the ball. And then then Darius boards himself on the grounds to, to let the winning try go through. And then this game, he's like he's like Takarangi put three on him. Yeah, I yeah. Fuck, what do you say? Takarang is one of those ones that just, just by his size. Yep. You think, okay, I, I can see the appeal of him in the centres, you know? Yeah, I don't know if I can see the appeal of him no, on no, a no, rugby not, league field fucking not, anywhere. Not, but, of, not of actually him, but just by someone of him size. Yeah, it's almost yeah. that whole, oh, yeah, look, Jamal Idris was a good centre. Tony Williams once. on the wing, you know, because he's a fucking gigantic. You know. Yeah. I, like, I get that. Wind it back, Brett Plowman, um, put a fat cunt out in the... <laughs> <laughs> but this this game, to their credit, Parramatta used him yep. as you would use somebody of his size. Also... one-on-one against... Also, him. they achieved success putting him on, you know, one-on-one with, with Mumbai. Yep. So fucking why not just keep going back to that well, especially when yep. it keeps returning tries. Exactly. Um, Eels still, they're still a fucking tough team to get a read on, hey, because they still do some dumb shit, and you know they were well and true until they until they had the you know the benefit of field position and that quick little burst where they put on you know like fourteen points or whatever yeah. it was. Up until that point, you know they they forwards which are supposed to be you know one of their attractive good sides of the you know like you know good parts of their team mm. i mean the tigers were handling them pretty easily yeah and i think it was just more the tigers shit the bed a bit when they when they were, they were blitzkrieged and they were, they were shocked by you know looking like they were going to head into half time with a lead and you know maybe not as much of a lead as they as they should have had you know based on the running of the play but you know a lead nonetheless but then it just blitzkrieged and be behind well behind yeah I don't know. Both sides, I just don't understand. I mean, the the social media thing with the jungle thing—you got to drop it now. It's not your fucking jungle. It's not your. It's not your anything. Yeah, graveyard. If, if, if there is one, yeah, that's it. and we've said this before. If there's one thing a digital marketing team needs to understand, it. You know what they need? They fucking need us. Like, or just like as a yeah. as a veto board or something. Hundred percent. We're thinking of doing this. And what 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 is what is the fucking what's the splashback on the what could, what's uh, how are people going to twist this yeah. into a meme that makes us look like fucking idiots? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. You know, and all we're called is we'll, we'll offer you a service mm-hmm. called "How about you don't." <laughs> <laughs> 
That's it. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need to critique it in detail. It's not our job. And we don't want to know what your what your you know core marketing objectives of why like yeah. what what your team has That's decided it. internally what the yeah. benefits of it are. All we all our job is is just to to be the devil's advocate so and that, say this is the way that fans of other teams that are going to twist this. That interaction would go something like this. Ping, you've got mail. Oh. It's from Param it's from the fucking West Tigers. Ching, thinking of a hashtag. Hashtag our jungle. Reply. Is this in reference to Parramatta Stadium? <laughs> Ching, you've got mail. <laughs> oh, it's from fucking West Tigers. Yes, it is. Reply. How about you How don't? How about you don't? <laughs> <laughs> and at least then. When they inevitably, you know, ignore your advice, if they ignore your advice, and the worst yeah. does happen, then, uh, you know. Jesus Christ. Fucking dumb. They can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> and then you look, you know, the for the poor old Tiggies to be in the Sharks position, for the scores to be 16-8 at halftime, mm-hmm. after two tries each. Yep. Yep. Riding on the wall. Yeah. Uh, finally, the uh, Raiders, 36, defeated the Dragons, 14, at Wynn Stadium in front of a crowd of just over 9,000 on Sunday evening. The uh, Raiders, 36, tries to Croker, Kotrick, Tarpanay, Simonson, and uh, double Charles Nickel clocks that. Uh, Harvilli also with a try. Uh, Croker, three conversions and a penalty goal in an uncharacteristically poor night off the boot. Uh, the Dragons, 14, tries to uh, Corbin Sims, uh, Leilua, Dufty, and Lafayette with a conversion. And uh, that was it. Norman had one missed. Host had one missed. And this was a strange fucking game. Fucking no, it wasn't. It was just a fucking it was a, Okay, it was, a, it, was, it was a strange It was a strange period for the last 20 or 30 minutes or whatever that... Take it. I mean, Canberra. Canberra. Was, you know, they did a great job. They were well in control in control of the game. You, they'd got past the point where you thought, okay, the Dragons are going to be able to come back on them. Yep. And then Kotrick spear tackles <laughs> and gets sent off, and you're like, well, now there's a way. And the strangest, most magical thing happened. Kotrick gets sent to the fucking gets sent off for the rest of the game. What, what minute was he sent off in? I want to say it was somewhere between the 50 and the 60. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and so he gets sent off. And, you know, I, I can, un- with the with the recent sort of crackdown on stuff, I can, un- and the usage yeah. of the sim bin, I mean, there is still some inconsistency. I mean, they should have got, they should have been Liam Knight for the way he took out Cherry Evans because it was probably worse than some of the other ones that, like, you know, the Tarek Sims got suspended for and blah, blah, blah. But um, but I'm very happy for them to use the bin and, the, and uh, you know, send off probably requires a little bit more care. But, I mean, yeah, he did spot, he did spike him. I mean, you can't, you know, that's, uh, yeah, take the the player out of the equation who did it, and the fact that you know he is absolutely not that kind of you know it's not his go. Yeah. He still he still did what he shouldn't have done. So I'm pretty I'm pretty comfortable with the the send off. But the path that uh, that that was the door was the door was not the jar. The door was kicked wide open for the dragons to come back at a team that although it hasn't happened much this year, it has happened and they have fucking, you know, mentally succumbed and, and lost uh, games where they had a winning a winning score racked up. 
But the opposite happened this time. Great for I mean, Ricky would have been loving it. Uh, great for the Raiders that they went from a stage where the game was, uh, you know, not so much in the balance, but could have been because of the send off, and they just actually just fucking just came home with wet sail and just flogged the shit out of them and, with and the man down. That's it. When you're reading those scores out, mm. the important thing to realise about the score is most of those the Dragons scored ten points against a full strength Raiders team, mm-hmm. but then. When they were a man down with no hope of him coming back, yeah, and that's a very different way to play. When you know, it's, oh, you can be, we'll you can be very meticulous and patient. We'll, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll kick out. We won't rush to scrums. Mm-hmm. We'll you know take full fucking kick clocks whenever we can. Yeah, oh, no, he's gone. Let's just go try after try he's after gone. try. Um, the the dragons' only points during that was a fucking legit trash time. Yeah, try to dufty. Yeah. Um, which, to be said, fucking nickel clogged stack. And Bateman mm-hmm. chased their guts out to try and fucking stop from happening. Yeah. Um, Despite the fact that they are up by, like, you know, four or million, five tries yeah. at that point, yeah. But this Raiders team have done, realistically, what the Dragons did last year. Last year, for the first half of the season, when the Dragons were world beaters and on top of the table, yep. they'd adjusted to this new way that the game was being refereed. Mm-hmm. They were nimble. They were focusing on quick play of the balls over meter stats. Yep. And they were reaping the rewards of it. This Canberra team's doing a very similar thing. There's much more mobility in them these days. Yep. And all of the players are going at full throttle all the time. Like you look at Nickel Clogstat. Yep. What a fucking player. Yep. Especially if you've given up some yardage capacity in your forwards. Mm Mm-hmm. For a little bit of fitness and mobility, like he he's starting their sets on the thirty every fucking time. Yep. Minimum. Yep. Like he's just an absolute fucking machine. He's a great young player. Um, but then they've got performances like last week in them. Yeah. You no, know, so I I think they did well here to get rid of the but, demons. But yeah, and and. and- to be fair, the Dragons are often judged, I think, on, on their roster a little bit. And when you like, I know I'm guilty of judging them on their roster. And when I'm thinking of the Dragons, I'm thinking, okay, well, you know, they're, you know, they're a decent, they're a decent side. And then I look at the table and go, holy fuck, they're actually like, they're a Titan, they're a Titans away from the spoon. <laughs> Like yeah, their 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 performances have been, you know, by and large, pretty fucking terrible across the season, and um, but you know, like for any team to, especially a team that has mental fragility in their DNA, yes, for you know succumbing to comebacks, yeah, to lose a player, and for the game, it was so with fucking tons fresh. of time left. Like it happened last week. No, yeah. not last week. But last, it, was, they, last it was last game. game. Yeah, they had they had two weeks between games because yeah. and maybe that's the thing. Maybe Ricky's done something in that in the week off, and he's just fucking fixed them. Maybe he's got one of those Men in Black doozies. <laughs> Why didn't he use it last year or the year before when they did it every week? <laughs> or maybe he did. It's like <laughs> like oh well, it was just one loss. We were leading for most of it, and he's just sitting there just going like fucking cut. <laughs> But yeah, no, great, great job, great job, Raiders. And I mean that one. I mean, we, we the whole choke thing, you know, sort of started with the the Dragons. And I mean, although people have been, you know, across the entire fan base of the sport of rugby league, have been sodomizing themselves with Mars bars all, all <laughs> 2019, it's become a more widespread thing. I mean, this one was like the. <laughs> 
<laughs> Are we at the stage yet? Like, did someone hit that they've hit like a Rockley Road, like one of the wine bars? <laughs> I think someone's just using like a block of chocolate. <laughs> And it's like, yeah, I'm sorry, but the you know the cylindrical shape is just not doing anymore. I need to go with a like an actual. F- I need something with corners <laughs> because I need to feel the pain of my, of my team's performances. No, we'll re- we'll we'll really know that we've hit mainstream when you in, instead of saying a glass and a half, Cadbury says ribbed for your pleasure. <laughs> Look, I'm I'm surprised. I mean, you know, we 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 had we had nibbles from the fucking from the from the shapes, you know, you know, the the. Oh, the no, the we didn't. We had but, fucking promotional blue balls. That's what yeah, we fucking had. We did oh, the, the bluest. Yeah, but I tell you, I mean, if anyone anyone you know who wants to wants to sell some fucking chocolate, <laughs> have we got it? Have we got it off? And and I'm putting it out there, fucking cunt cunts who put the wrong sort of fuel in their car because they're that fucking frittarded need not apply. <laughs> yeah. You've already tickled my prostate. Fucking never again. <laughs> Previews. Okay, back to Thursday nights. Suncorp Stadium. What a shock. The Broncos take on the dogs. Um, what have we got here? we got uh, Corey Oates. He returns this week after being rested last week. Uh, Osaka, I'll switch to the other... other Wing and uh, Xavier Coates back to the reserves. Um, doggies, big loss ish, you know, for their standards. Uh, Tolman's out, so I say, Sue, what he did in ACL, I think, so he's yeah. gone, he's gone and gone. Um, and he was actually he was actually pretty good when he came on, too. I mean, yep. might have been start of the turning of the tide uh, with his carries, yeah. Uh, so Ogden, Ogden comes in, start Adam Elliott, start, uh, starts as well. And uh, Danny Fualalo onto the bench. Um, a couple of weeks ago, I identified this one when the the Broncos were playing. Fucking who were they playing? There was, we, we needed them to lose to. Maybe it was the Titans. Was it the Titans? Something I can't remember. Mm. Like two weeks ago, or something. No, it was the Sharks. Mm. It was that fucking game when the Sharks lost down there? Yeah, that, and that would have got the Broncos two points away from the. They actually already would be behind the dogs yes. if that had a fucking tra- transpired the way it should have. Yes. Um, so now the dogs have a great opportunity to not only get themselves out of yeah out of the immediate danger zone for the spoon, but they also have the opportunity to you know do what rugby league fans across the country have been calling for, and uh, so fucking the Broncos in the ass and dumping them closer to the spoon. Uh, it's tough. It's like the the Broncos on Thursday night at Suncorp are generally speaking a reasonable proposition. Grow an extra leg. Yeah, I mean, no matter how the season's been going for them, they 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 usually you know at least a level better than what the the mean would be for the across the entire season. The doggies though, fucking they ground out that win against the Sharks. Yep. They ground out that win against the Knights. Yep. And I think the Sharks and the Knights both have more to offer because, the, you know, lest the Broncos get too lippy about beating the Sharks, that was one of those quintessential Sharks didn't kick any fucking goals games where they, you know, they should have, the Broncos should have lost by about Yeah, it, it wasn't necessarily that yeah. the Broncos won that game. It was yeah. the fact, that, yeah. Look, I'm just going straight hard on this one. Passion fight doggies. Yes. By plenty. The Warriors take on the Sharks, the pub slot match 
Man, this week is I haven't looked at the tips this I haven't looked at um, entering my tips in this week, so I'm coming in here a bit fucking um just winging it. And honestly this this is another game where you like there's no confidence in either side to you know, just if you're thinking, you know, in terms of who would I bet money on if I had, you know, for this mm. game. There's none, none, none of them have fucking inspired confidence. I mean, the Sharks mm. have, you know, they've regressed over the last month. Yep. The Warriors, you know, we thought that they were at the point where, oh, fuck, here we go. They yep. look like they found something back. But it's still patchy as hell through the course of a game. They've got an unchanged side from the team that um that butchered that golden point extra time period. Uh, the Sharks have got uh, Moylan at fullback, and uh, it just says hopeful of taking the field. So I'm not sure what his fucking situation is. Uh, Josh Morris, he's unavailable. Um, Capewell goes to centre because Dugan, he's unavailable. Shock me. Uh, look, I feel like that the, the the Sharks were almost at the point where they had turned a corner when they got that off the bench return from Wade Graham. Then he was selected for origin, made a fucking God yeah, of himself. That's and then he's gone. Go. And yeah. Sean Johnson revenge game. I, I think that's it. I think the sharks have a more complete 80 minutes in them and, and their fuck ups in games aren't as, um, catastrophic compounding as the Warriors. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. You know, it did, would not surprise me at all to see the Warriors win this and win well because I just, I just lack the confidence in the Sharks at the moment. Yeah. The Sharks are surely a better fucking side. Surely are yeah. going to win this game, but I don't know. Yeah. The uh, Panthers take on the Dragons at Panthers Stadium. Another good one. Good, a good game at a good time for the Panthers. Yep. Dragons, you know, at the point where they're probably going to fucking sack McGregor. I mean, they're, they're already sitting on Toblerones and fucking, you know, trying to find new and inventive ways to fucking go see themselves with chocolate. What, um, what, a, what a fucking <laughs> lack of capacity to read a room. Mary's in a press conference declaring that they can win the comp. When they'd taken a gigantic step towards the spoon. <laughs> Against like, the side that was 12 men yeah. for a fucking third yeah. of the match. <laughs> um, yeah. Ben Hunt. Resting is Hunt. being um, hooksted. Yeah, hooksted. And that probably makes them a more dangerous team because it means that he won't be fucking rushing up past the ball carrier. They've handed over. I mean, who would have, who would have thought that that? Well, I mean, what, what round are we doing? Around eighteen. So, who would have thought that you know three quarters of the way through the season, off season signing Smooth Corey would be it would be presented as his yeah. team. Because oh, I, I mean, there's no Widdop to get in get in get in his shit, and then there's uh, yeah, good on him for sticking around too. Yeah, still going to the fucking games, sitting up watching that fucking abortion of a team run around the park. <laughs> Fuck that! That's a classy individual. That, that's like still loving your kid after the, you know, been a burn victim or something. Like it's, yeah. Look, I mean, yeah, just winning winning form is good form. No matter how you get there, so yeah. I mean, you you'd have to say you 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 have to back the Panthers, and I mean, it, it, realistically, this is a game that they really have to win if they're fair dinkum. Yeah, about a, doing a, it. a loss here. They because the Dragons they are a team that's significantly out. further down the table. Yep. And when you've got like your options where you know the sharks are good chances of picking up a win this week, and uh, you know, so they, it's it's important that they uh, 
bank the two easy points. Uh, Roosters take on the Knights at the SCG Saturday afternoon. Teddy's back. Corden is back. Morris to the bench. Manu shifts to centre. Friend is going to start. Radley goes to lock. It's all starting to look a bit settled for the Roosters, to be honest. But the Knights... And it's the Knights. Because they're a premiership contender, they'll obviously compete in this. Is this what I'm supposed to say? Am I on the right? Well, I mean, yeah, and it's, it's a Mitchell Pierce revenge game again. SKD revenge game. Yeah, although he should just be fucking pleased he's not in jail, right? <laughs> <laughs> if, if, um, if I was SKD... Aiden Guerra revenge game in the 21... Yeah, that's true. He'll be watching it with revengeful thoughts in his mind <laughs> and, and his heart. Well, no. He, he can work with SKD. And during halftime, he can just go and drop bags in a couple of Roosters players' fucking lockers. Oh, I'm sure they got some, you know, some overpriced guys. They would be looking to move on at this point. I think Angus Crichton's a prime fucking candidate, to be honest. Um, yes. Conga returns. Anyway, that's the most important thing because if Conga's not playing, losses don't count. For the Knights. I don't know if you knew that or not. Um, ah, okay. So, man moves to Fuck, 5 he's, he's, he's like a poor man's nickel clock stat, isn't he? Very poor. Like a homeless person's nickel clock stat. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Clement to start. Glasby to lock. Barnett returns. Um, okay, Bureau of Watson, SASC bench. I hear SASC's been shopped as well. And uh, Lenor is out of the 17. I would I would not say he was part of the problem. Mm, not at all. I would have thought that, in fact, he was a big part of the solution. And perhaps when you get some other players coming back in the side, some of your like your pongers and that, that could actually enhance him even more so. Well, in that in that Origin affected week, yeah, when when they went out, that fucking young non rep team, yep. played their fucking guts out yep. against a much tougher opposition. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's a rough one. I mean, and, and when you're replacing with Kurt Mann, who is the answer to the fucking question that no one has ever <laughs> even thought of, let alone asked. Look, Ugh. I think that the Roosters would be, um, they would have stung one against the Cowboys last week. A it, game they should have won and a game they still could have won, you know, right up yeah. to the death. They're very melbourne in that they, they don't tend to take those shouldn't have lost games well and they tend to yeah. bounce back hard yeah and you and uh, you know when you're putting you know coordinate you know say what you will but i mean we put tedesco back in the side i mean it's a it's a different fucking side yes you know and i dare say if tedesco had been playing last week they would have won comfortably against yeah. the, the cowboys as yeah. well um so yeah i am going to say that the roosters will compound the night's misery the canberra raiders versus west tigers canberra in canberra the uh, Kotrick accepted a three-week suspension, an early guilty plea, so yep. he is out. Oldie gets um, back in the side again, and he's done the job for him this season. When he, the, when he's yeah, that, that was Kotrick's first game back since Origin 1. Yeah, yeah. And um, the Tigers, Momorowski replaces Robert Jennings in the back line. Otherwise, uh, looks to be about the same lineup. Unfortunate. Unfortunate. Uh, the Raiders are a team that love to put fucking massive floggings on the West Tigers mm. uh, to rob them of mathematical chances. Yes. This is almost that kind of scenario, not yeah. quite as late in the season. I mean, usually in the last four games, but, you know, I'm sure they'll take it. Raiders would be taking, they would have massive 
big dick energy after fucking flogging the dragons yes. after they lost the Kotrick. Yes. And um, the Tigers, man, I just don't know. I mean, you know, can the, can the Tigers compete for large periods of time in this game? Fucking absolutely. Mm. Their forwards can can match and get on top of the of of a much better and you know more fancied Raiders pack. Sure, they definitely they definitely can. But can they get points on the end of it? Yeah, I'm not so sure. Can they stop the Raiders from you know? Can they stop guys like Nickel Clockstad fucking you know running a train on them? Just, no, just I don't looking think so. Across the park. Hmm. There's far more strike in that Raiders team in almost every position. Yeah, yeah, there is. It's funny to think of, like you know, when you know, 2018 and back, you think of where you know where's the strike in the Raiders. It was Leipana. Leipana. That's it. They haven't. They've, I don't and, think they've had Leipana together for like maybe a game all and, season. And Croker did some of those. Oh fuck yeah, he scores a lot of tries. Yeah, yeah. Games every once in a while. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, look, I'm going to go the Raiders. Yep. Especially this. This time of year in Canberra, that's when it's the thing. Yeah. It's cold as fuck. I imagine how fucking cold it would be down in that hellhole at the moment. Yeah. Think how cold it is up here. It's fucking yeah. freezing. Yeah. I mean, it's like a li- it's like fucking 18 degrees or something. Absolutely unlivable. Man, I was camping on the weekend. Yeah. And it was two degrees. Yeah. I wanted to fucking kill myself. But you didn't because you thought, at least not in fucking Canberra. Yes. Yeah. That's it. Where are you camping? Was that the Gordon country? Yeah. Yeah. How'd you go? It's good. Fucking fantastic. Did you camp like just where it was bush or did you camp yeah. where they were near the amenity ones? No, no just yeah. where it's bush. Good job. It's good shit. Like the, the five-year-old, like it, it, you, you forget what they don't know. Yeah. And actually how fucking soft life is. <laughs> he woke up in the morning. Yeah. And he was shivering. Yeah. And he didn't understand what was happening. <laughs> <laughs> and what kid, is this cold you speak <laughs> of? <laughs> like, I, I was up and yeah. you know, um, got the fire going yeah. and everything. And he does what he did at home. He woke up and he hopped out of bed and he just sort of wandered out to where I was and he got sort of halfway and all of a sudden he's realised he's fucking shaking. <laughs> Dude. Did you go Did you go the bush walk up to the lookout thing? Or no, anything? no, no, we just... Just, just, just sank, just, just sank pissing. <laughs> told, told stories. Well, <laughs> poked I, the fire. I, I bought him his first slingshot, so... <laughs> oh, nice. Did a bit of a colour in the native fauna. Cows. <laughs> okay, the uh, Cowboys taking on the Rabbits at 1,300 teeth. Kahu is out with concussion. So uh, Javid Bowen comes uh, back into the side uh, with uh, Murray Talangi named to debut on the wing. So we shall see what happens there. The Rabbitohs. Ethan Lowe was rested last week after Origin. He returns. Yep. Um, Ethan Lowe revenge game yeah it is Ethan Lowe revenge game although there was a a news article specifically saying that Ethan Lowe doesn't feel like uh, I don't know you know he has to get revenge on you know he has nothing to prove to the cow of course he's got nothing to fucking prove um turned into an origin okay Liam Knight suspended so uh so Dean Britt shifts to prop to cover him um Bailey Sirenen is replaced on the bench by Mark Nichols and uh, still no Sam Burgess. Like uh, while uh, while I do not I do not uh, dispute the the ability of the North Queensland Cowboys to grit out and frustrate the fuck out of a rabbit side out of this rabbit side. 
I just feel like the Cody Walker Adam Reynolds connection. I, yeah. Is, is and what you know and like Jake Clifford has I mean he's pretty much made the halfback position his own mm. lately. So yep. I mean all all credit to him, but I think that um I think the Cowboys are going to get him here. Especially when you got guys like, you know, like like Damian Cook and Mar- like, you know, and these guys are just next level fucking. Yeah. I I'd, I'd really like to see Cody Walker return to his, you know, yeah. up up to sort of round 7 or 8 form where he was just absolutely electric. Every every time they were in within 20. Yeah. The minute he got his hands on the ball, something you, ha- you know. You could just see defenses going fuck. Yeah. Like Hey, well, that's a, a, and you know we we really I mean as New South Wales supporters yes we really need him to get unhead fucked as quick as possible because Maloney going to England Pierce who knows what the fuck you know yeah next year's needs you know he needs to, he needs to get back to a position where he makes mm. himself an automatic selection for next yeah. year and get some fucking redemption yeah, in this shit. Uh, Souths to win. I, I'm, I'm going to say. Um, Titans versus the Storm at Seabus. <laughs> Fucking Jesus Christ! Fuck me. Uh, you know what? The Storm arresting Origins. That like th- this is the disrespect from Bellamy. He's resting Munster, Chambers, Adokar, and Kafusi. Um, Christian Welch is suspended. So out of the whole Origin gang, you've got Fanukan. That's the only guy in there. And so the returning pl- the, the players that are going to replace them are uh, Sevi at centre. Shandor Earl returns on the wing. Stimson at 5'8", I mean, although he's been playing anyway. Yep. Um, Kamakamika back row. And uh, like, come on. Even though Shandor Earl, even with the addition of Shandor Earl on the wing and, uh, you know. Yeah. I still think the Storm are going to win this fucking game. Okay, so Craig Craig Hogues and Luke Burt are the interim coaches. There you go. So, okay, okay, so let's, let's have a look at the team list because this will be their first, you know, stamp on the side. Um, Michael Gordon in the 14. He's well, back. These guys are fucking revel. These guys are innovators. They're going to put Flash... On the as a as an interchange player, uh, who else have we got here? Branko Lee comes into the centres. Yep. What's happened to Anthony Don? Did he get dropped by because he doesn't fit this new regime? Nah. Or was um or was he injured or something? I can't remember. No, I don't think. Copley on the wing. Interesting. Uh, they're going to put Jared Wallace in at prop. Ritbread in at lock. Fodorak is benched, and like I thought, he was one of the best fucking players. Yeah, no matter how bad they are, he's one of their best players. Who fucking knows? Um, Maybe this was just that the new coaches didn't know how to submit their team for teamless. Leilani Latu has been promoted to the bench. Fuck. Sam Stone on the bench. Mitch Rain out of the seventeen. Yep. And Will Matthews out of the seventeen. Look, you can't say they have. You know, you can't say they're just going fuck it. We'll run the same side as Brennan. They obviously have seen some things in these guys in training, and you know, perhaps Brennan. You know, there've been players that haven't been putting in, and these guys have identified it. Brennan was unwilling to drop them. Now's the time to try and make these changes. And even yeah. worse, and 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 I think the Storm are still, despite the guys they got out, the Storm are still going. It's not even going to be winning ugly. They're going to win by sixteen points minimum. Yep. And because uh, the end of the day, the Cameron Smith fucking single-handedly, even if all he does is run out of dummy half and put crash balls to fucking and Sofa Solomona. Here's the thing. The only way there could be more disrespect yeah. is if Bellamy said, I'm resting me. 
We haven't trained all week. <laughs> I've told him to go out and eat nothing but McDonald's and KFC potato and gravy. <laughs> I've encouraged the players to go and try and fuck each other's wives and girlfriends. <laughs> we're really we're calling this like you know we want to really in, in case emergency break glass we want the we want to we want the players to go through what we could consider to be to be the worst case scenario. Basically. Now, so they're steeled for the fucking finals assault. This is what I'm referring to as Bellamy Rumspringer. <laughs> Get out into the world, you little Melbourne Mormon cunt, fucking Amish, whatever you are. That's the Amish one, isn't it? Amish, the Rumspringer. Yeah, Rumspringer. <laughs> Get out. Go to a bar. Yeah. Get drunk. Get fingered. Then, <laughs> if you really want to be part of it, come back and raise a barn. <laughs> Storm oh, Springer. Storm by so fucking many. Yes. Um, Mighty Manly Seagulls take on the Eels at Brookvale. Uh, Tommy Turbo is back in. Uh, that pushes Brendan Elliott out of the 17, which is, uh, you know, whilst, whilst I, I respect Brendan Elliott and appreciate what he's done for us this season, you know, through injury and origin, it's good. It's a good fucking move. I'm not sure why you want to lock on Croker as a 14, probably just because, you know, Appy's still injured and you want to have some sort of option should there, you know, something happen in the back line. Um, the Eels, unchanged 17 from uh, last week's game. And uh, look, I'm, I'm thoroughly unimpressed by the Eels. They're a fucking schizophrenic side. You don't know what you're going to get one week to the next. And particularly when... I feel like last week was their good performance and their good performances almost, you know, always coincide with Bankwest lately as well. And uh, so, remo- or Darwin, yeah. you know. Look, so here's the thing. What, what I do like about Manly's game plan is that you don't play your home games against Parramatta at Parramatta Stadium. <laughs> Yeah. That's solid game plan to start with. <laughs> yeah, that's like a 13-point <laughs> swing. <laughs> <sighs> uh, yeah, it's like man, manly, uh, manly to win. It's funny when you look at the Parramatta Eels side. I mean, like you, you can look at them and go, "Yeah, I can get why they're, I can get why they're schizophrenic." Yep. Because you know Mitchell Moses, you know to his credit, he's achieved a level of sort of consistency. You know he's become the player that he was probably supposed to be. Yep. You know no no better, but you know it's, you know but about Deliver about it. what yeah Deliver about. And um, then you go look. You know the centers are Josh Hoffman and Takarangi. Yeah. And then you've got fucking Kane Evans. Yeah. Is like a starting prop. Yeah. Yeah. And like, so it, it, it is like but an island of fucking it, misfit toys. Here's the thing, though. You, you do have the whole fucking Hillsong influence, right? So you're saying that the, the power of Christ has compelled well, them to. You look at those things. You've got all, all of a sudden, right? Yeah. You're like, oh, fucking. Israel cunts, you're going to be slaves. Yeah. Right? Then for some reason, oh, I don't want you to be slaves anymore. So he's a fucking dude and he's going to just go and negotiate and this will all be over. Bear in mind, God knows everything. No. <laughs> Still tries things that won't work, mind yeah, you, yeah. Just, just for the narrative. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. That that didn't work. Um, now, no, I'm, I'm not going to overshoot things here, but I'm going to kill the firstborn child of everyone in this country. <laughs> there you go. Um, then, from there, he was, well, okay, uh, I, I don't like what these cities are doing. Every cunt's going to burn, and if you look at them, you're salt. 
but there's a land of milk and honey waiting for you. Like, <laughs> look, he's not the most fucking unbipolar deity. Yeah, fair in, enough. In the world, yep. you know. So I get this about the the fucking Hillsong eels. I'll tell you what, though, I mean, a lot of the, a lot of the strategies you're talking about have been used to great effect by Craig Bellamy. <laughs> <laughs> Manly to win by plenty. Parramatta. Okay, um, this week, the, the lack of interaction this week has just been just... Basically through this exhaustion and just yeah. uh, so uh, my apologies. It shall return with a vengeance next week. It'll be a bumper episode, um, but uh, that's pretty much it for for three twenty seven. Oh no! One thing I should say is that uh, right there, I see the fucking polo shirts had arrived. So the final memberships will be going out tomorrow. So that puts a fucking close to that chapter for 2019 uh, and all the extra ones as well. So that's that's great. That's done. Uh, I have the final uh, prices and everything and setup costs and all that sort of stuff uh, for the hats at my disposal now, which means that we can now, now as soon as I fucking send those things out and can close that chapter off in my mind and not to think about it, the hats will be going up. So I would expect them to be up for pre-sale probably End of the you know end of the week, say like Thursday, Friday, something like that. So look out for that. We'll let you know anyway when the time comes. And uh, you know maybe I don't know if we run some potential designs through the Facebook group or something like that for some feedback. But um, yeah, fuck you know, those guys. Yeah, we'll kick it around anyway between the two of us and yeah, come up with something. Get what they're given and be fucking happy with it. You get what you get and you don't get upset. Fuck That's a words to live by. <laughs> <laughs> that's it for 327 thanks for listening everyone as always you can interact with us on twitter or at TWI League, facebook.com forward slash this week in league as well as the group hashtag twill nation i think it's groups slash twill nation on facebook uh head over to reddit as well because must give credit to the egg council creeper for setting that for us hopefully we can get that pumping i mean i, I myself am uh as uh, you know worst offender as well i mean he's just having a lot of trouble carving out time to fucking devote, you know, equal energy to all the different, you know, social media channels out there. Um, <clears throat> iTunes got another review this week. That fucking digest I get every week is just sensational. And uh, we got this one uh, from Wolvepaw, gifted five stars. Some are gifted with great chins. Some are gifted with being born in the right state. Others with great looks. Some are gifted with the gift of the gab, enticing you into a cult and getting you to write reviews. These guys are worth writing about. Now let me out. Your review is written. (laughs) (laughs) And if if you want to write us a review, uh, take yourself to iTunes in the podcast section. Go to the sports and recreation category. uh, Check out the What's Hot. You'll see uh, us in there. Check the charts. You'll find us in there. Click in there. Choose a rating. Leave a review. It's great. This digesting gives you some chart positions as well. And like... um, we're uh, kicking kicking goals and uh, in the New Zealand iTunes charts at the moment, so uh, it's great to see. And uh, and Fucking also uh, good shit, neighbours. Good on your neighbours. I mean, consider especially given you know given the fairly constant abuse that you that you uh, withstand. Fucking abuse. See that? That's what I'm talking about, right? That look at that straight away. You're just like oh. fuck them. Oh. <laughs> Oh, water's wet. Oh, stop fucking abusing water. 
What the fuck? Uh, tipping. Tuzi is on is on top, two points ahead of the rest of the competition. Then we have Voodoo Rock and Honor Blood Buzz. Voodoo Rock was the champion, tipping champion, I don't know, probably fucking ages ago now, 2013 or something. Former champion anyway, so he's making a run. Uh, Honor Blood Buzz also up there. Then one point back, we have uh, Millennial Suck, Matt F, Wobby Farah, and me. Then we've got PT Tigerman, Daniel Stewart, and Conan the Eel. What are they, Conan? Really? Yep. Now, Supercoach, Notorious PODs, still fucking killing it. But we've still got some other other guys there. Uh, Sam Seals, Bradbury's Legends, Ivan's Lost Sons, and Big Papa Power, all in the top 1,000. Well, in fact, the top 915, to be precise, of uh, Supercoach overall. So great job there. And uh, rounding out the top 10, we have Arkham's Inmates, Haystacks, Calhoun, Lav Truck Legends, Super Turbo Bros, and eels with andre andre is the coach of the eels so there we go so we got our andre in the league Drades. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> so uh, i hope your, your, your eels team don't catch drades this weekend at the hands of manly and uh i think uh you know stepdad probably needs some fucking filler topped up too so if you want to give us a quote <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking it. That's One thing I do want to read out, I've been fucking yes. promising to do this weeks ago and I didn't. Yes. I put a call out on the Facebook group for people to give us their suggestions for their team. Yep. Of past their prime duds. Yep. Of uh, who, who went to another club and were just either fucking biscuited or shit to fucking half insane like one that went to my club. So um, this is what came down your votes in the Facebook group as the past their prime dud 13 in the fullback spot our mate Darius in two fair enough Hoju which was an interesting one that's a bit fucking yeah mm. three Hain to the Titans that's yeah absolutely agree 100% in the four, Tamana Tahu to Penrith. Yeah, I, th- I rate that. Like He was shit. I rate that. No, nah, he was fucking angry. Like, he was clotheslining cunts. And, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, but you got to understand that that's not beneficial. Oh, no, I, that's what I'm saying. I understand. He, yeah, he'd had some fucking repressed memories come back. <laughs> um, in the five is Eric Growth Jr. from his time at the Sharks. In the six... Trying how did how did he go? I mean, he just he had had just had to retire through yeah. injury pretty early, didn't he? He, yeah. just, he wasn't like he was just he was just outright fucked for you know he was he was like injured and then just had to pull as, in. as injury does, yeah. Like sort of yeah. you know people people who realise what Josh Dugan should realise. Um, in the six was four, and he made the team four and four and at the Eels. Absolutely, 100%. He's actually fucking turned it around a little bit this year at the Doggies, I have to say. But then you, you also remember he did go to the Warriors before Parra as well, and yeah. he had a biscuity yeah, yeah. time there. Um, in the seven, overwhelmingly, Matt Orford. For Canberra. For Canberra. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, that's, that's fair. Um, in the eight is Adam Blair. The nine I struggled with, and I think this was Clevo that came in with this one, um, Piggy Riddell, sign of the Roosters. Which I'd completely fucking forgotten about, or didn't know in the He's first. He's one place. of those guys where you just think of like you think of just him a in dragon. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, apparently signed for the Roosters and was 
500 something kilos. Um, in the 10, Nate Miles when he signed Abs for Manly. Oh, fuck yeah. Uh, the 11, Nathan Long when he went to St. George. Nathan Long fucking anywhere, let's be real. I mean, that guy was a fucking spud. Um, in the 12, Carl Webb. And the 13, your mate, Anthony Watmo, going to Parramatta. Yeah, I think Watmo is the all-time, like, you know, through just through injury and all, and all that, and what he actually put out there on the field, which was probably not many mm-hmm. games, like a handful, if that. Yeah. I, I think that's probably the number one of all time. Mm. Four in, four in, in the Eels was, you know, I mean, that was disastrous as well yeah. because, I mean, he had that implosion and then, you know, never came back to the That's game, it. you know, never came back to them. There you go. But, um, Sorry, I forgot about that. I did promise to do that a couple of weeks ago. We've got another, we've got another one as well that we need to, we need to, uh, we need to organise this fucking handle for Levius. Oh, fucking hell. So, yeah, so, um, I'm just trying to go back through our tweets because I know that, um, that uh, old mate Egg Council had uh, his final suggestion from the, the Reddit side of things. Yep. And um, no, I'm fucked if I can find it. Uh, Facebook group, on the other hand, I've got the final submission thread. Now, let's see what we can find in here. Ones that I like, like there's some, there are some that like he'll get fucking bashed if we. <laughs> so for, for example, like I was just get some suggestions here. We had one, uh, Graham suggested, uh, George Pell is innocent. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that the finals, the final submission from uh, Reddit was, uh, Richie McCaw is a cheat. I just I think you got fifteen characters. Yeah, That's yeah, the yeah. so fifteen characters. The thing. So th- what I want to do here is I and you want you to write these down so we don't forget them. I just want the final ones and we'll put it up for a poll so people can decide. But we need to decide what the shortlist is. Yeah, so okay. you need the Richie McCaw is a cheat one. We need to sort of balance that out and see if it's actually doable in terms of uh, characters. And uh, we can go through some other ones here. Um, Clevo with some fucking tremendous suggestions. I did see that. None of great. none of which I think fit in terms of like the amount of oh. characters you're allowed to use. But my particular favourite for 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 Clevo was uh he had at rugby makes my moot wet and, <laughs> and like, moot is the funniest fucking term ever. <laughs> and um and the and my favourite one which is nowhere near fits in Twitter's handle requirements at I killed Jonah Lomu with my AIDS penis. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> and also, I'm named after shit dad jeans. <laughs> um, what else have we got here? Uh, sorry, sorry, buddy. Yours is way too fucking long. Um, I like this. is like, at Humble Broncos fan or at Humble Knights fan is what uh, Josh has uh, <laughs> suggested. Um, at Knock Knock, it's Matt Lodge. <laughs> Hammers has said, at Felching Cuck 69. <laughs> wow. Um, oh, Jared, Jared uh, has, uh, has suggested at uh, Israel Folau stretch my anus. <laughs> I suggested King Goatsy, I mean, because that'll fit. And it also goes with his King Levius. Let's uh, what we got here. Um, Mitch has got one of my favorite ones as well, which will get him fucking, get his, his fucking citizenship cancelled at real Brenton Tarrant. <laughs> Like that, that one's just fucking hilarious. Oh, Jared, come back with another one. At me too for men. <laughs> so, so if any of these take your fancy, oh. make sure you write them down. 
Um, we got oh, we got Jared here, pro George Pell, so obviously get associated with George Pell's a popular option. Uh, Shanda said uh, King Chinius, um, which is not a bad one actually. Uh, <laughs> Alex has said uh, Hucker for whites only. <laughs> <laughs> And then, and then, Action Bailey's responded uh, at Huckers for Hitler. <laughs> for at NZ did nine eleven. Fuck it, Pell's altar boy. Fucking. So here I was. I was just going to go clear his bitch two point Yeah, yeah. Well, King Chinius might be the might be a yeah. fucking contender. I'd have that one on the list for sure. Um, or the other one I do like is Cleary's receptacle. Yeah, yeah, that should that should fit. Aaron Mars said uh, at real Dave Dobbin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, where are we? Terrence bitch. There's a lot of people. A lot of people are going exactly right into my fucking wheelhouse, <laughs> which I love. Um, Shane, yeah, uh, Shane, uh, the magician. He's he. This doesn't fit in the Twitter guidelines, unfortunately. But at Madeline McCann, memorabilia for sale. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, official receptacle. And you have clear receptacle. Um, Dave Dobbin sucks. Stepdad's cuck bucket. Oof. All right. So. Oh, yeah. I'll put I'll put something up tomorrow. Yeah, we want we want to have like you know like a top sort of three to five I reckon yep. options that we're going to put up there, and, and um, then you can't score a vote, and I'll just pick the one I like. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Nice. I had something else I was going to fucking say, but I can't fucking remember what it was. What was it? Gonna, what was it going to be? Oh, couldn't have been important. Um, oh yeah, a couple of things. Um, Shout out to uh to our, our buddy Hilgenfeld. This is uh it's his birthday. I think today is we I think in America, yeah. So it would be actually today as we record it and his birthday. Yes. Um sorry said happy birthdays yesterday, but we'll put it on the show. And um also a happy or I don't know if happy's the right term to use, but uh the other day on Saturday or Sunday was the fifth anniversary or as Mutt put it on Twitter, ankleversary of Shanta's incident. Nice. At uh, at the old Panthers Stadium playing fucking Zorb rugby. <laughs> so yeah, couple of dates and, and anniversaries there. Um, that's it. That's all we've got time for. Take it easy. Later. Later, cunts.